Uh, hello. Welcome to Howcast Episode 1, the podcast where we just sit down and talk. That's pretty much it, you know. Uh, nothing special. This has been done so many times. You know, you go on literally any, uh, any audio platform. Any audio platform. I don't know why I said it like that. You're gonna see these type of podcasts, and, you know, I don't know if this is gonna be entertaining or not. If it's not entertaining, sorry, but, uh, this is just mainly for us to pass time while we're not filming the episodes or writing. And, uh, yeah, we want to make this a pretty consistent show where we just sit down and talk about things we want to talk about. You know, maybe review movies or something like that. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, if you enjoy this, I don't know. I don't know what platform this is going to be on. Do whatever you can on that platform. Share it. I don't know. And uh, if this is on YouTube, but you most likely will, like, comment down below uh, topics you'd like this to talk about. And, uh, yeah, sit back and enjoy episode one. Hello. 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 What's up, my guy? Nothing, man. So uh, let's just get into it. All right. So we're just gonna do like three, two, one, and then start it. Like, what's the intro gonna be? Whatever. And note, like, we're not. We're. This is just us talking. It's not gonna be any. Like, we're not gonna like refer to them at all. I, I already have that set up in the intro. All right. So ready? Yep. All right. Go. So. What's up, man? We do stuff. Yeah, we sometimes we do, you know. Yeah. It's been been pretty weird. The TikTok is getting shut down now, which uh, doesn't make a lot of sense to me. I don't know what what you know the U.S. government is so afraid of China finding. I mean, like, right? I think that it's just more of the U.S. government is uncomfortable that China is kind of like spying on American citizens, you know. Yeah, but like, it's just TikTok though. Like, what are you afraid right. of? Like, oh, they're gonna see. This person doing the renegade or the WAP, right? Like, well, more like personal data, though, kind of like what Facebook is doing. Yeah, but that's something that people agreed to in the terms of service, which is something like this. And it's not like you know they can like get any other information than you allow them to get it. Like you just read the terms of service. It's not like they're like taking every single bit of your like actual online data. It's just right. taking your data that you've used on TikTok. Me personally, I don't really care. I don't use TikTok. And honestly, like, I know a lot of people are, like, celebrating the fact that it's going to be gone, but I don't really care, to be honest. Like, I own TikTok, but I don't really use it, and it, it, it won't really affect me in a major way if it does get deleted. But I know a lot of people who have started careers off of TikTok, and I'm sure that it's going to suck that, you know, their source of money is going to be gone. But I'm sure that a lot of these people are going to transition. Like, I'm, I'm sure that what's... Uh, what's happening to TikTok, like what happened to TikTok, is going to be the same thing that happened to Vine. And that is that everyone's either going to switch to Instagram or YouTube. And obviously, you see a lot of people already transitioning to YouTube, to Instagram, with the real uh, feature being added, which is pretty yeah, much. That's, that's such a. It's, it's been done so badly, though. Like, it's right. not even like. I found out about it because you were sending me them, and I finally decided to click on one of the links. I'm like, oh, this is like a TikTok type of thing. But I don't even know how to use it. I know nothing about it. Right. I don't really explain it. I honestly, like, I don't use the Reels that much, but, like, sometimes I'll click on them. But, you know, my, you know, the Reels, you know, Instagram has an algorithm. I get, like, 80% of my memes from Instagram. So I just, like, go on Instagram to look at memes and stuff. And, uh, you know, people... You know, it's like most of my, most of the algorithm is either like 
movie and show news or um, like memes. That's pretty much uh, that's pretty much my algorithm on on. And there's gonna there's gonna be another app eventually to replace it. Like like you know it's gonna happen. It's just it's right. like the market is there and the fans are already there, made for Plus, fun. I mean, think but about yeah. it, right? Yeah, I think that TikTok was definitely. Um, I don't know the the predecessor. I don't know if that's the right word or not, but definitely like was like the vine of our generation in the sense of there were a lot of really funny videos on there. Like, like I wouldn't say iconic because I don't. I don't. No, think I think they're the, more. It's more the vine of the next generation because I right. feel like it. The more like because we like even though like you and me we didn't really use Vine. We kind of missed out on that. Trip. At least I personally didn't. And I'm pretty. Oh sure yeah, so did I. We, I mean, I, I knew what Vine was, and I watched Vines on YouTube even yeah, when that's Vines were a thing. Right. I just didn't. I didn't get into the app. Right. But like that's more of our. But then they made this. You know, but like TikTok wasn't it originally just musically? Yeah, TikTok was originally musically, which I did use musically a lot. But I was like 11, so I was pretty much the target demographic for that. But um. Yeah, I mean, I did. I used Musically, but when TikTok came out, like when it first came out, it was pretty much nothing but cringe. Like a lot of people said that TikTok was worse than Musically, which is a complete lie. It really wasn't. But um, like people slowly came on there and TikTok was actually a pretty good source of memes and stuff. But yeah, I think, you know, I don't I don't really care that much about TikTok. I feel sorry for the people who are going to lose their main source of income. But, you know, it, it's. It is what it is, I guess. Yeah, there's this um. So there's this YouTuber named Crispy Concords. He uh, he did like Call of Duty back in the day. Now he's doing like Omegle videos and stuff. But yeah. he had an ad on Instagram talking about this app called like uh, I can't remember. It's like Doodly or something like that. It's like some live streaming app. It's supposed to be like Live Me, which is it would. Yeah, it's that's an old ad. Yeah, but um. He was like talking about how they're gonna go live on it for a couple of hours, and so I'm like, okay, that's cool. And I I downloaded the app, made an account, and all that. And dude, this is like, like okay, so live.me is like this now too, because I I was like, is what is live.me like now? Because I redownloaded it to check it out and see like, is it like anywhere what it was last time? Right, I was on it. Dude, seventy percent of the users are not real users; they're all bots, like running ads. Right, and the servers are it's a constant lag. All the people on there are like, um, like it's either like some just random like dude from like the Middle East or some like you know random chick at a like in a bikini talking to some, you know, like dudes and also the bots running ads. It's like the craziest thing I think of. I don't think I've ever seen any like. Well, live dot live dot me never really was a big app, right? Like it totally was. It was a successful in a way because didn't it wasn't like Roman Atwood like one of like the main people that was on it. I mean, it was pretty big. Like back when, it, like when it, when it peaked, it was probably like top ten of like popularity or like most users active. Right. Not most users, but most active users. Like they were. There was like a lot of there was a lot of people who actually used it consistently. But now, since like no one's using it and. It's like becoming like what Kick was, which is now like should be banned from all oh, devices. Yeah. I mean, Kick used to be pretty cool because you know I when I was younger, I had um, I had like an iPhone five, but it didn't have service or anything. 
So I used Kick to talk to most of my friends, and Kick was pretty cool. But now it's like a source for pedophilia. Yeah, that's what I was actually about to transition to. Oh, right. Not a good thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, uh, we're talking about Jeffrey Epstein. Yeah. Um. So back back to the uh, the live streaming app, dude. Okay. So I'm fine with like people from the Middle East, you know, pretending like like okay, all the people on there are getting paid to try mm-hmm. to make it look like it's still active. And the thing that worries me is like, I saw like there was this 12 year old girl and she was live streaming. That's mm-hmm. what worries me. Right. Because the target, cause then like that's literally the largest target for pedophiles and the app is, it's, it's a dead app. You know, that's what happens to dead apps now. It's just for like creeps like that. Right. And like, you know, it just, because they, if you weird to do pedophilia on Facebook or Instagram or on YouTube, you would be caught. Like there's no doubt about it. You would be caught. Yeah, but, but you're on like a Chinese brand app, which, by the way, it is a Chinese app, which is another thing. I think it should be shut down. But right. yeah, and it's ridiculous. But like, if there's like a dead app, like I wouldn't say Omegle is dead, but it definitely isn't as popular as what it used to be. But I mean, it has I, a very consistent fan base though. Right, but Omegle, like, I mean, if you remember back in like 2015 or something like that. Like, yeah. I mean, if you remember a bunch of YouTubers would go on there, they would meet fans like that one PewDiePie Omegle thing, right? Mm-hmm. So well, I mean, there's, st- there's still YouTubers that do it. Like this guy named uh, Darren something. He has a like a show on his U- on his YouTube channel called uh, Banter, where he pretty much just goes on Omegle and meets people and has like conversations. And there, most of them are his fans. It's like a party type of thing, right? But before Omegle and all that, like back in like 2010 and back, there was an app called. Uh, what was it like chat roulette it was like the like the pre amigle website and it was also it's it's i i uh so amigle bans people randomly so i was banned off off of amigle so i tried chat roulette and there's like all of them are dudes and they're all there for the same exact reason and because this is a pg show oh not pg you know not an appropriate show i'm not gonna say oh yeah but yeah i mean (laughs) yeah yeah this is let's, let's segue away from that oh. yeah um i get what you mean um yeah it's just like a bunch of creepy guys who are looking yeah. to talk to girls and yeah i mean that, and that's kind of like old apps that no one use anymore are kind of like the uh the breeding ground for stuff like that you know yeah it's kind of like uh like abandoned buildings that like right. homeless people move into yeah. the abandoned building being uh, live dot me and the homeless people the homeless people being pedophiles. <laughs> right. Yeah, <laughs> that's literally what it is. It's the it's the only analogy I can think right. of. Oh, by the way, if my people, if you hear my my mic being like my, I'm taking off my sweatshirt. So, all right. So once I'm taking off my sweatshirt. All right. All right, it's off. Okay. Um, so, sports are back. Yeah, that's exciting. I'm a pretty big baseball fan. Baseball to me is like only cool when it's like it can't. I don't like professional baseball. I like baseball that's like minor league, like semi professional or like high school or college. I don't like MLB. MLB is just boring to me. I personally, I, I think the MLB, I like it. I can sit down and watch a game, but it's like 10 times better when you're actually like watching a Pirates game in person. Mm-hmm. Or even like a power, a uh, Charleston power game or the uh, yeah. the Bears. The yeah, the Bears. Uh, I mean, but, but for people who don't know, we live in West Virginia. 
Um, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, the Bears is pretty good. I like them. But um, I've never been yeah. to their game. I've been to the Power game a lot, though. Power games a yeah. lot. I've been to a Bear game twice. I just I don't live in I didn't live in northern West Virginia. Well, isn't it in northern northern like northwestern West it's Virginia? Oregon town, so I think so. Oh yeah, it's like right middle northern middle West Virginia. Right. Yeah, I've never been to game their games. I've been to like the power games. I had the opportunity to go to uh a Nailers game, which is a hockey uh Oh dude, hockey. the Nailers are so good. I like I like going to Nailers games. I never went, but yeah, I had the opportunity to. Um, yeah, which is I'm not much the same thing as going. I'm not a huge hockey fan, but if I ever, if someone ever gives me the opportunity to go watch a hockey game, then I am going because the the hockey isn't like I said. I'm not a huge hockey guy. If hockey was on TV, I'd probably skip it. But if uh, if someone advised me to go to a hockey game, I'm going because hockey games are like the greatest sports to watch. Like yeah, while you're there. Are. They're like, they're like people get in fights, and it's so it's so great. It's so funny. Like it's just like a like how like football and like hockey and also uh, lacrosse. I've been watching recently. Those are like mm-hmm. sports literally made for the people to watch. But like you watch like a soccer game or a baseball game or like a cricket game. This can sometimes be kind of boring because it's not like always yeah. like something to watch. Right. Well, I mean. I'm not that much of a soccer fan, like, in general. Like, I get the appeal. It's just not my cup of tea. I've been kind of watching some MLS games, which is the uh, the largest uh, professional soccer league in America. And there, right. it's, it's fun to watch, but sometimes it gets a little bit stale, mainly because we don't have a lot of, like, amazing players. Right. But, yeah. You know, uh, West Virginia, the uh, Rough Riders, the new arena football league that came in 2018 – They've like apparently like one of the, like the top five in the uh, top five arena football like teams in the country because they've like what they they've only they started in two thousand seventeen and they I don't think they've ever missed a championship game and I think they've won every single championship game I don't know I think their inaugural season was the first one they lost mm-hmm. they, they made it to it I think they made it to it but they lost and then they made it to all the other ones but they were in a different league beforehand they were actually uh, they actually played in Richmond but Richmond's arena was like trash right all right so um let's go back to morgantown for a second okay yeah so today i called um i called the walmart in my area and i called the GameStop in um and meadowbrook mm-hmm. then i called the best buy in morgantown uh all asking them about pre-ordering the playstation 5 mm-hmm. and i'm gonna be quite honest i'm a little bit nervous about pre-ordering the playstation 5 because you know i've i mean you know i've, I've been an xbox guy my entire life yeah and since i've gotten a pc i kind of don't have a reason to buy an xbox series x or s because halo infinite is going to be on pc and i imagine future halo games will also be on pc so I don't really have a reason to buy an Xbox anymore. Uh, so I'm I'm just I thought you know I want to buy a PS5 because uh, you know P- PlayStation just has better exclusives like yeah I'm, like Uncharted Uncharted and uh, God of War The Last of Us um, Spider Man Days Gone I actually I've heard pretty mixed things about that game actually. It's supposed to be like a uh, kind of like a Last of Us type of vibe game, but more. Uh... I've seen a couple of the playthroughs. It's like a biker 
slash zombie slash well, like shooter. Yeah, doesn't the guy who played Daryl isn't he doesn't he isn't he the main protagonist? No, no, no. That's the uh, that's that one like luggage game. I don't know what it is. I don't. Oh, that's the game. That's yeah. The uh, the person you're talking about played uh, Star Killer in the Force Unleashed games, and he played Darth Maul in the uh, Clone Wars and uh, uh, Rebels. Oh, really? Yeah, he's pretty All talented. Right. Yeah, I'm gonna be kind of honest. I actually prefer Clone Wars and Rebels Darth Maul over the Phantom Menace Darth Maul. I feel like, like we didn't see him enough to like really even care about him. Right. Well, I mean, Ray Park is the guy who played that as, as him, and he did the mocap for um, the final battle. Not the final battle, but you know what I mean. When him and Ahsoka fought in Season 7, mm-hmm. um, he did the uh, mocap for that, which is pretty cool. But I think mocap in general is like pretty cool. Like I, like, I don't know how it works, but like, right. it's, it, I think it, like, it's obviously way more expensive. But I feel like you get it, so it much more done. layer of realism in your cutscenes. Yeah, and it, like is it, I feel like like that if like that if they can somehow make it to where like it's way more cheaper to do and you can like actually you don't have to have like a massive set to do it. I feel like that might like be the new way of animation. You know what right. I mean? Well, they tried that for a while. Tried like, what? Uh, the mocap movies. That wasn't um. What was that one? That movie that like no one liked, but it was really like overhyped. I can't think of the name. It has like some like robotic like chick who has like huge eyes. Um, I can't think of it. And also, uh, Avatar I, I, was. Um, I'm talking like movies that are completely animated, but they're mocap. Um, that's what I'm that talking. Mon- Monster House. That oh is yeah 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 I know what you mean. Movie. And then- that uh, a Christmas story with Jim Carrey. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, a that movie. that's a mocap movie. And then Mars Needs Moms. That's also a mocap movie. That movie is like, I feel like I've like seen that movie so many times, but I can't remember anything that happened in it except the ending scene. Yeah, I remember that some human dude gets uh, Mars a Martian girlfriend at the end. So, That's all I remember. I all I remember is they found his mom and then they left, and they like ended up back in the like house. That's the only thing I remember. I don't remember how they got the Mars. I barely remember it. I, I do remember that. I, I do remember some plot points. I remember that like this kid is like super unappreciative of his mom, and his mom gets kidnapped. And uh, yeah, that, I mean that's pretty much all I remember. Is it Pixar? That sounds like a Pixar plot. No, I mean it's Disney, but it's oh, it also makes sense. Makes sense too, because that's the same you know company that made Bambi, killed Bambi, right. some piece. Right. But from what I've, heard, of course, I think it's on Disney Plus. I might rewatch it eventually. But um, from what I've heard, it isn't really that good. But you know, I'm all for forming your own opinions. Yeah, I just, I just don't remember anything. But it's probably my favorite yeah. movie of all time. Oh yeah, totally, man. Yeah, I just, I just don't remember anything about it, like nothing. But it's like top ten best of all time. Right. Um, but yeah, I just uh, back to like PlayStation Five. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I mean, are, do you plan on getting a console this gen? No, I'm gonna go full PC once I get a PC. I doubt. I just don't see consoles even being worth it once you get a PC. Look, maybe for the exclu- exclusives, but like exclusives well, that, right. That's starting why... to come to PC too. Like they start starting to happen. Rut like Infinite and Horizon Zero Dawn, but yeah, I mean, I. I 
I'm getting a PS5 so I can play the Spider-Man games and also The Last of Us because, like I said before, I've been an Xbox guy my entire life. So I decided to go with PlayStation this generation and, you know, just to try out the exclusive, the exclusives that I've never played. But yeah, I see your point. A lot of exclusives are coming to PC. But mm-hmm. I think that I think that this might be the last generation I actually buy a console. I think this might be the last generation for a console. I don't think consoles are even going to be a thing at that point. Because consoles, this, this, it's getting to a point to where like, well, why would you buy a console when you could buy a PC for the same exact price? And a functioning PC at that. A PC that you could literally run the same exact games, but Plus like more. better quality. And yeah, yeah, more bigger libraries. Uh, well, I mean, also, libraries. also you can search the internet on it more efficiently. Yeah, I mean, I would say that PC is totally the best way to play games right now. But I still, I, I still like consoles. I'm still kind of getting used to PC because I bought my PC probably a month or two ago, mm-hmm. and I'm still kind of like getting the hang of it. You know, so. I'm still trying to get my PC. But the person who's trying to, you know, I'm trying to get to make it, doesn't really, uh, he doesn't have time to, you know, which I understand. It. I might have to figure out how to do it my own and just ask him for advice. But I mean, PCs right. are kind of straightforward once you like look, like once you, I, I've lo- I watched a lot of videos on it. And what I, from what I've seen, it's pretty straightforward to put together. It's just, if right. you mess it up, it's going to be expensive to fix. Right. Well, I mean, <laughs> me personally, I asked, I, I'm at, of course, you know, I told you, because he built my PC, and I, and when you were asking about it, I said, ask him. But I said, um, you know, I, I'm not tech, I'm not tech savvy at all, right? I mean, I, uh, I don't really understand terabyte, terabyte storage. I do understand that. Uh, I don't understand gigaflops and, uh, you know, all, all that stuff. You know, that's just not where, how my brain operates. So, I just asked him, I was like, hey, dude, could you build me a PC and I'll pay you for it? And he said, yeah. So he built me a PC. And it was a pretty good price. I paid $500 for it. So I'm, I'm planning on spending like around 600 because I don't want to waste all my money. But like I, at the same time, you know, what else am I going to buy? You know, I don't really have any other, other plans. And I'm about to have $700 in the next couple coming weeks. But right. I well, don't right. really sell my money quite yet. Here, here, all right, here's my thing. So I currently have $400 exactly saved for my PlayStation 5. Mm-hmm. And I plan on spending, let me, uh, just real quick, if I close out the Anchor app, will it uh, shut me off of the stream? It might. All right, I might not test it then. I might not do that. But um, We're about to let's take just a say break like, anytime, any ways soon. But. Right. All right, so uh, I guess I'll just like tell you like after the break. But pretty much I I. I I plan on spending over $600 for the PlayStation 5 with the disk drive. Um, then Spider-Man Miles Morales Ultimate Edition, since it comes with Spider-Man Miles Morales and a um, and Spider-Man PS4, but like the, like a remastered version. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then I'm planning on getting a charging station for my controller. So those are like the three things I'm going to buy. And Wait, yeah, why I'm, are you getting a charging station? Just because uh, I won't have to use, uh, sorry, so I can use like less outlets because I only have one outlet and I have uh, an extension cord, you know? So I'm just kind of like using that to use less stuff, you know? But why don't you just plug it straight to your 
PS4 and just get just get use their uh, the cord that comes with it. Right. I don't know. I, I guess I'll have to see, but I'm I'm for sure going to buy another controller because it only comes with one. Yeah. And they used to come with like seventy dollars. Two, I think. Yeah, they used to come with two, but it's only coming out with one, which is kind of stupid in my opinion. Because they're, they're trying to make it like because consoles are a dying, you know, like thing. You know, they're not making as much money as they used to, mainly because right. of PC and because. I mean, like it's kind of like they have to have it to where like oh well if you want to buy this, then if you want to have two people playing you got to spend extra if you want to, you know like it's it just doesn't it, they're just trying to make money it's kind of stupid mm-hmm. though. Yeah, well, what I want to do is just have two controllers and probably buy Call of Duty games on the PS5 in case I have a friend over, you know. Mm-hmm. Because in my personal opinion, I think that first-person shooters are best to play on consoles. That's just my opinion. But, uh, that, I mean, I might, it might just be something I need to get used to. But from my experience, I prefer um, console with, FP, with FPS over PC. But that's just, that's just me. But, yeah, I'm probably, I don't know what I'm going to do. But I'll most likely get the charging station for when I get the um, second controller, you know. All right, let's go ahead and take the break, um, and we'll start up after. All right. And we're back. Let's get it. <clears throat> so, uh, you got anything you want to talk about? Facts. That is Facts. So yeah, man, yeah, man. There's some like stuff gonna happen soon, hopefully. Yeah, like movie theaters open back up. That was to talk about in general, but that's true. Yeah, yeah, because you know, you and I watched Tenant like what two or three weeks ago, or probably it was like last week, maybe, or what was it two weeks ago? It was two weeks ago. Two weeks. Well, yeah. yeah, it was two weeks ago. So yeah, we. Uh, you know, we watched Tenet after shooting the inside scenes of episode three, and um, which I mean, we'll probably talk about the show at some point. But anyways, mm-hmm. um, we were watching Tenet, and it was pretty good. And I liked it. Um, I, I've heard a lot of mixed things about it. Um, I don't know if you've watched many reviews on it, but I've heard a lot of people saying it's not that good, and then I've heard a lot of people saying it's really good. I'm on the side who just think it's good. I don't think it's a masterpiece or anything. I just think it's a good movie. I think it's a uh, solid movie, but it's kind of you gotta. It's something you gotta watch more than one time to understand right. anything. Right. It's kind of. It's like, like some like it's like there's like little bits where it's kind of boring, but it's only for like five minutes. But it feels like it's forever to be honest. And I kind of like I just dozed off, and then it's like the next thing I see is like intense action. Right. I'm like, just make up your mind. Are you gonna be a slow movie or, or like, you know, Batman, Dark, you know, Dark Knight type yeah. of vibe here? Which, you know, speaking of Batman, Dark Knight, and stuff, man, Nolan, you know, Christopher Nolan is a pretty great director. You know, I, yeah. I really like. Him. Um, I mean, yeah, because it's really cool. Because I was watching a video yesterday on Batman Begins. Um, the YouTuber's name's High Top Films. And he makes some pretty good videos. I don't agree with a lot of what he says. Like, he doesn't like Spider-Man Homecoming and Far From Home. And although I think his Homecoming video is pretty good, his Far From Home video was kind of, like, really stupid. But yeah, um, that's besides the point. Um, he, uh, 
talked about, you know, Christopher Nolan. And he was like, uh, you know, uh, before Batman Begins, Christopher Nolan only had three feature-length films, you know? Uh, he had his first feature-length film. I forget the name of it. But Wasn't it a college film? Or like a student I, my, film? I, think it, I think it was. I think it was a student film. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that. And then, like, then he had like an opportunity. I don't even. I see. I've seen this video uh, talking how he got his start, but mm-hmm. I know his first film was like an artsy type of film, and then he yeah, did some. and its budget was six thousand, which is really low budget. Then that's definitely a student film because that's like right. a student film right. type of budget there. What, what was well, his second movie? I know it was like more. It, uh, his second movie was Memento, and that's, that's, yeah, that's what I was thinking about. That's really what got him big, Memento. And it had a budget, if I want to say, like a million or six million, which is still low budget, but ended up making a lot of money. And then his third film was called Insomnia, I think. And, you know, because Memento was such a success, uh, Insomnia, Insomnia, I'm probably saying that wrong, but either way, uh, it had more of a, all right, it had more of a A list uh, uh, cast. So like it had like Robin Robin Williams and Robert De Niro in it, so you know I, the, you know that movie also got him you know that that movie also made a lot of money. So uh, and then in an interview, uh, it said you know Christopher Nolan, you know pitched Batman Begins to us. And he was like he came up and he was like uh, he said it was like ten or fifteen minutes like that's how long the pitch was, and he kept it short, sweet, and to the point. And uh, they gave him they gave him the job. So. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I feel like, uh, like I, I don't know. It just I feel like that trilogy is like just perfect. Like, right? I, I don't think the movies are perfect, but I think just like as a trilogy, it's really good. Right. I think that there is three. All right. So this is like kind of like me talking because I kind of like think about random movie stuff a lot. So like, there's like three kinds of trilogies, right? So there is like this narrative trilogy where all three movies are pretty much one movie combined, right? It's so like the first movie's act one, second one's act two, third one's act three. Um, you know, you get it, you get it. So it's like all three movies tell one narrative in one story. Then there's the second kind. So all right, it's so like probably the best example of a trilogy like that would be the Lord of the Rings trilogy, right? Because yeah. uh, I mean, obviously point A you're in the Shire and then you go to point B or I guess point C technically where he drops the ring in the, in Mount Doom. So obviously, and then, you know, and also the Hobbit as well in the same universe, but that, that movie, isn't that like the trilogy literally just one book? Yeah. The Hobbit trilogy is one book split into three parts. So that's like, that's exactly what your point was. It's just, right. it's just one except, story, but different part. It's about three right. Parts. Except the Lord of the Rings trilogy, like the Lord of the Rings book has more uh, serialized story, storytelling, meaning like each chapter is its own adventure where the Lord of the Rings chapters, like each progress the story, if you know what I mean. Yeah. But anyways, so that like the Lord of the Rings trilogy, in my opinion, is you know, the perfect trilogy for telling a narrative story. And then you have the kind of like this other kind of trilogy. I don't really know what to call it, but you have this other kind of trilogy where each movie is different, but the characters and like, um, like, like character stories, I guess, as in like the story can 
the story doesn't continue. Like the story ends, begins and ends in each movie, but like uh, each new movie, you know, the same continuity, same characters and same um, like character arcs. Like Iron Man. How like, you know, there's not really a continuing story, but there's still the same stuff. Right. And that to me, the Dark Knight trilogy is the perfect example of that. And then you have the trilogy where they're connected, but they're not really connected. And there's not really that many examples of that. But I would say that the Man with No Name trilogy, which is uh, a fistful of dollars for a few dollars more, and the Good, the Bad, and the Ugly, are pretty well, much. I feel like there's a lot of video game, like video games that are kind of, well, like especially like Black Ops. Before they had the Black Ops uh, Four and the Five, and then now the Cold War. Like the original three trilogy. Black Ops Five is a thing. Well, uh, Blackout or Black, whatever it's called. Oh, I think Which Blackout was just a game mode in Black Ops 4. No, it, it was a sense. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. It was a, yeah, it was his own thing. And they released it as like a thing. Like they released it as a uh, like it, it was just it was it was a Call of Duty with no campaign pretty much. Oh, OK. But it wasn't the same as Black Ops 4, I don't think. But, <laughs> but yeah, that those like three stories. Well, I guess the first two kind of. But like I guess, I guess Call of Duty as a whole, like all then like none of the stories are actually connected. But like except like the tri- like the whole thing as a whole is kind of like that, but not the actual trilogy is what I'm trying to say. Right. Well, I think just like Call of Duty in general, right? Because there's no way of knowing if the if the Modern Warfare trilogy is in some way connected to the Black Ops trilogy or Black well, Ops franchise, I should say. It's already pretty much proven that it's not though, because you could look at like things. It, there's just like so many. If there's a lot of lore in the Black Ops, and there's not too much lore in the Modern Warfare. The only like extra lore I think is the uh, the ghost thing, the ghost comic. Mm-hmm. But I mean, like you, like Black Ops has like crazy amount of backup lore, which pretty much proves right. that they're separate. Which I want to get back to lore after like I talk about the trilogies things, like just real quick. Yeah. So like pretty much like each movie are technically a part of the trilogy. But the story does not continue at all. And in fact, like, you know, the same actors return, but as different characters and stuff. And like, um, like you know, if you watch A Fistful of Dollars and For a Few Dollars More, uh, Clint Eastwood's character, you know, has this poncho on. But he doesn't have a poncho in the beginning and middle of The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly. But at the end, he picks it up off of a dead body and like puts it on. So, like, they're connected, but, like, they're really not, you know? It's, mm-hmm. like, this non-linear kind of thing. It's, like, not – it doesn't really matter that they're connected. Right. But, like, they are connected. But, yeah. like, it doesn't actually affect the story or anything. Right. So, yeah, I mean, that's, that's pretty much what I was, what I was saying. But, um, you know, going back to lore, a video game franchise, like, one of my favorite video game franchises that has a lot of lore is the Fallout franchise. Oh, yeah. There's so – like, that's – I don't think it's even possible to know all the lore of Fallout. There's just so much stuff. Like, right. I didn't realize there, that because there's but, like, not a, yeah. dedicated to talking about Fallout lore. Like, do you know who Oxhorn is? I've, I think I have. Well, I mean, like, uh, even if you don't like, subscribe to him, I'm like almost positive that you've at least seen one of his videos. Didn't he do the Billy in the fridge? The Billy, like the, the sad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's bit, uh, Billy in the fridge, but like, mm-hmm. he does, like, um, primarily, uh, like he like transitions like depending on what the game is so like when uh before fallout 4 came out 
sorry, I'm shutting my door in case you can hear it. But um, he did like a lot of uh, Fallout New Vegas lore and Fallout 3 lore. And then Fallout 4 came out. So then he did a bunch of Fallout 4 lore. And now Fallout 76 is out. And now he's doing a lot of that. So, I mean, yeah, he, I mean, there's like YouTube channels like dedicated to just talking about Fallout lore, which I find pretty cool. I think like lore in general, if it's like, I feel like it's like way better when like the lore isn't like mainstream, like the main, like what the game's actually focusing on. Right. Because I feel like there's like way more mystery behind it and you actually got to look right. into it. So like when you're, you know, it's like going back to Fallout or even uh, Elder Scrolls games, when you like go into a building uh, and like you read a terminal or read a book and you just like discover like some sort of lore. It's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Also, just like a little, you know, trick to learn in Skyrim. Because, um, you know, Skyrim is probably my favorite game of all time. I know that most people would prefer Morrowind or Oblivion. And I understand that they're both great games. But Skyrim's just my personal favorite. It might be just like the first Elder Scrolls game that I've ever played. But, yeah, I mean, Skyrim's my personal favorite game of all time. It but, might have been the uh, first game, like, I actually, like played like i've played like other games before but like not under really understanding how to play but i feel like that's the first game i ever got into right um i would say the first game i got into was minecraft but i think that's like most people like you know that my age you know it took me a while to get into minecraft because i never really had like i played minecraft like probably like five times before i got my playstation because right. um, my older brother had uh Sam had an Xbox 360, and he wouldn't let me play it. And the times that I did get to play it, I just didn't understand the game. I watched a lot of YouTubers play it, but I never got like. Well, that's how... All right, so pretty much for Christmas one year, my parents got me and my brother's uh, laptops, and uh, I would watch Minecraft videos on these laptops, and I just thought that the game was like really... looked really fun. So... I found out how to buy it and I, um, you know, convinced my parent, my parents to let me buy it. And they, uh, let me buy it. And I played it on a laptop, but here's the thing that sucks. And it actually surprisingly ran well on a laptop considering, um, you know, that it's a laptop, not a gaming laptop. Um, I mean, funny. I mean, this was like windows eight, I think, I think it's a windows eight laptop. Um, um, I uh, uh, didn't have a mouse, so I would just use like the. I feel that I feel that so much, dude. It sucks so bad. And now you know when I'm playing PC now, and I'm playing with a mouse. I'm like, oh man, it really uh, sucks <laughs> to play on a mouse for, pad. Yeah, for my thirteenth uh, birthday, I got a laptop, and it was a kind of a trash laptop. Because it's not well, it wasn't like a trash laptop, but it was not good for gaming. Right. But the only game I could get was uh, this game called Combat Evolved or something like that, and it's this, it's a super duper cheaply made like shooter game. Mm-hmm. And I didn't have a mouse the first time I played it, so I played it for like six months without a mouse. Right. And I got pretty good without a mouse. I used the uh, the actual uh, touchpad or whatever mm-hmm. it's called. Yeah, don't recommend that. It kind of right. is uncom- it's so uncomfortable. I got so many cramps while using that because it's all so close together. Right, but I wonder you know. if you were to like put it at super high sensitivity, if it would make it better. 
I mean, I don't think I'd be, I don't think I'd be able to play it with high sensitivity. I'm not good. Like, I'm not. I don't really get into games like like that where the people play on like max sensitivity and like run like yeah. all like highest graphics with no like shadow, no motion blur, just so they can like get the millisecond advantage. I don't like. I don't think I've ever played a game like like that ever. Right. I don't think I could ever. I, I understand do that why people get annoyed it. by motion blur, but like, um, you know, I and. <clears throat> Uh, if you know me, you'd know that I'm a, I'm more of a movie person than a video game person. So when a game is more cinematic, then I totally appreciate it way more. Like uh, when I played Red Dead Redemption 2, you know, Red Dead Redemption 2 is super cinematic. And it's like it was like my favorite game of 2018. I think I forgot how oh, there's an echo. There is. Oh, it's because um, my headphones died, so now I'm like reverting back to like my phone. Uh oh. So. Wait a minute. Is wait, a wait, this is the test. This is the test. Wait. Yo. All right. It's not the best yeah. anymore. Never mind. I can't hear it. All right. Um. So pretty much. Um. Yeah, I mean, like, I just, I just like it when games are a little bit more cinematic. You know. Yeah. So I mean, like like I said before, Red Dead Redemption Two is probably like one one of the closest games. You know, like it's like kind of like a super duper in between. You know, like if you play games uh, for the story, then you're gonna love Red Dead Redemption Two, and also it has pretty good gameplay because it like although it's a little bit clunky, it like totally immerses you into the game. You know, like. Uh, but like when when I was playing Red Dead Redemption Two, I I literally like only watched westerns for like so long. Like that's how immersed I was in that game. Yeah. But um, like another game that like really immersed me was um, crap. I'm trying to think. Oh yeah, the the Walking Dead video games. Yeah. That like the Telltale really cool. ones. Oh yeah, especially the first and second one. The ones after that are just not that good. Like, I like the third one. Um, it was okay. How many did they even make? I, didn't they make, like, five or four? Let me think. So, like, there's The the Walking Dead, and then Season 2, and then The New Frontier. And then they made a spinoff st- uh, with Michonne. And then they made the final season, which I, I've actually never played the final season, but I uh, went too soon. But I haven't, I haven't gotten around to playing that. Yeah, there's yeah one, two, three, four, five games. Yeah. All right. Before we take a break, um, have you heard about like what Halo is doing and like how it's going to affect video games for like pretty much ever? Like how they're, they're, making, they're making a platform game where not a platformer, but like a game where it's just a platform for other games. You know what I mean? Meaning, I not really. Like they're not going to be releasing any more Halos for the next ten years, but they're just but they're still going to be updating the game and creating new campaigns. Pretty much. Oh. And Call of Duty is probably going to do it with uh, I don't know, probably Black Ops. I don't Cold know. War. Black Ops Cold I War. I doubt. I doubt they would probably do it after that. I don't. I doubt right. them. Do, I don't see them doing. Like doing yeah, it. let's talk after the break. Let's talk. Let's talk more about Halo Infinite because I'm pretty hyped for that game. You yeah, same. All right. All right, yeah. I'll see you when we are in segment three of Howcast. All right. And we're back. Yep. The last segment of the show. Yeah. 
so a pretty pretty good episode one, I think. Yeah. So we were talking about like lore and stuff. Mm. Um, I said I wanted to talk about something, but I forgot. No, you said you want to talk about you, uh, Halo Infinite. Oh uh, yeah, right, right. So pretty much, um, and this might sound a little bit weird, right? But yeah. the main reason why I went with a PS5 over an Xbox Series X was because of Halo Infinite, right? So Halo Infinite, you know, is supposed to be like a game changer. You know, ironically enough, it's supposed to be a game changer not only for Halo, but for video games in general, right? I mean, it's doing something that's not really been done before. And it's, you know, also experimental for a Halo game because it's going to be open world. Uh, and, and, you know, as you know, most Halo games have been pretty uh, linear, except for Halo ODST which was like semi-open world. And also, I believe, I mean, Halo Reach had some pretty open world um, things. Well, not open so, world, but just big maps. Right, and same thing with uh, Halo, the first Halo game. Like, if you remember, the second mission in the first Halo game uh, was pretty, like, open. Like, like you, like it gave the player a lot of choice on how they wanted to play that mission. But um, but it still was just, it wasn't open world. It was just a really big map. It, it, it was just that one mission as well. And but, ODST like, really kind of wasn't open world. I well, think. it was like more linear. It, it's like kind of like um, what Outer Worlds was, and that it was like it gave you a lot of player choice, but it still isn't open world. Yeah. But yeah, pretty much. Um, you know what, what I'm uh, saying here, though, is that the reason why I went with a PS5 over an Xbox Series X, even though I've been an Xbox fan for all my life is because Halo Infinite is not only going to be available on Xbox One, but also PC. So there's like pretty much no point in buying a Series X at this point. You and know? the Battle Royale is going to be free. It, they're making a Halo Battle Royale? Yeah, it makes sense too. I mean, I don't know. The I ODST think the thing. point are dead. What'd you say? I think that Battle Royales at this point are kind of dead, you know? I, th- I think the trend of Battle Royales are dead, but I think the genre of Battle Royales are definitely not dead. You know what I mean? Right. Well, I think, I think 2017 and 2018 and, like, early 2019 was when, you know, Battle Royales were big. You know, everyone was making them. Uh, and now you're not seeing as much of them, which is kind of a good thing because they were kind yeah, of... Yeah, because the, the trend is dead. It's not... but. Right. Just because the trend is there the, doesn't mean that the actual like game is I mean, right. the actual genre is not over. The genre right. is thriving right now with Warzone and Fortnite's coming back with some more popularity and, and uh, Fall Guys. Yeah, and Fall Guys, which is kind of a battle royale. Well, it's still it's battle like, royale. It's, it's like just Mario like, Party. It's like Mario Party. It feels a battle royale. Yeah, it's it's more of a, like a, a if it it doesn't feel like a battle royale, even though it technically is. Yeah, it's more of a. So it feel like a party game, like you said, like right. Mario Party, a game which you just play with your friends. Yeah. Like you wouldn't take it really seriously, which you don't really. You shouldn't right. take other video games that serious. But you know, when you're playing Warzone, it feels like you're actually in World War Three. So it's kind of scary. You can lie. Right. Well, all right. So pretty much. Um, so I mean, yeah, I did not know that Halo Infinite was gonna have Battle Royale. I've kind of gone in a little bit blind because we'll be buying it on PC. So I don't really know a lot about it, but I do know that it's going to be open world and it's going to be a platform for new Halo games. But other than that, I don't really know that much about it. 
But anyways, the fact that it's going to be like Xbox One, I can understand because, um, you know, when Switch launched with uh, Breath of the Wild, you know, it, it came with, uh, I mean, there's Breath of the Wild is also available on Wii U. So, um, you know, that isn't, you know, I, I, it's not a good idea to do that because it gives you less console sales, uh, sales, my bad. But, but who's realistically um, going to buy Breath of the Wild for the Wii U? Right. I mean, come on. This is, I mean, also, it's a launch title, too. So you can just buy the console. And if you buy it, the right one, it will just come with the game. Or come with the and console. plus, I mean, Switch also is an entirely different console from Wii U because as portable, you know? Mm-hmm. So even well, though I think it's a kind of uh, Breath of the Wild with Wii U, um, it kind of made sense. Well, because... I don't think they, they. I don't think they launched it with it. I think they ported it to it afterwards. But the game, maybe was... that's, not, that's something I have to look up. But anyways, um, you know the fact that Halo Infinite is going to be available on PC is just so dumb in my opinion. Because, like, even though, like I said, I'm not going to buy a Series X now since it's going to be on Steam. But like, that's why you have people like me who are like, well, there's no point in me buying a Series X because most likely. Halo Infinite, you know, like, you know, for the next 10 years, they're going to be making new campaigns on Infinite. And probably Gears of War 6 will be on Steam but as like, well. But here's the thing, though. Xbox and PlayStation, they're, the way they make money is no longer through new, like, players. They're making money from, like, like you know, when people had, like, I don't think I've heard, I don't, like, I barely hear stories of people getting the Xbox One as their first console. People who bought right. the Xbox One had an Xbox 360. People who bought the PlayStation 4 had a PlayStation 3 most of the right. time. If they're, they're catering honestly, to their fan people, bases. Right. Here's the thing. Here's an interesting thing, though. And, you know, this isn't like a discussion kind of thing. It's just like something interesting. Uh, most people who bought an Xbox 360 ended up going with a PlayStation 4 in the next generation. Well, that's, yeah, it was just overall more popular console than the Xbox One. And plus, PlayStation 4 was better priced and also PlayStation 4 marketed itself uh, more for like gaming or the Xbox One was really expensive for the time. Like Xbox One, I believe, is going to be the same price as the Series X. Um, But like the Xbox One was very expensive and also it was um, uh, like it didn't really display games. It displayed, oh yeah, you can watch Netflix on this and you can uh, you can like watch movies and stuff, uh, while playing a game. You well, know, you, you like, gotta, it, but you got to remember though, that was back when Blu-rays and like DVDs were still like actually mainstream. Like that was before the whole digital thing fully took over, and that was kind right. of like Netflix was a thing, but it was not nearly as big as what it is right now. Like that, right. I, it just was, you know, they that was. Well, I think that time. 2013, which is when it came out, like 2013 is when it blew up. Like everyone had a Netflix account, but it wasn't really like that big until around 2013 or 2014. Yeah, but like, but it really, even back when it was, uh, there might be a little bit of an echo. Even back when, like 2013, and like I, I feel like it actually like blew up where everyone had an account more in like more like 2015 plus because. Right. Like, it back in like 2014 and back Netflix was a like it it just started becoming a streaming platform, but it wasn't like yeah I had 
I had Netflix before that. I had Netflix. Uh, Back when it was not Netflix, like when the DVDs. No, no, no. I had Netflix when it first, not when it first started, but like around when it first started. Um, like, cause it was on the Wii, you know, mm-hmm. and that's what I watched it on, which like the Wii is easily the worst thing to watch Netflix on. Cause, um, well, I mean, yeah, I'm sure there's worse things to watch Netflix on, but like, um, I like with, cause with the Wii, cause like a motion sensor, you have to like keep it straight and try to type yeah, things. That just didn't yeah. make sense. I mean, there should have been a way to like turn it off. Which wasn't didn't, couldn't you have just used the GameCube back? Then? Like, yeah, the GameCube would have worked. I think. Well, we didn't have a GameCube controller. We only had the Wii Yeah, the GameCube controllers are kind of expensive. I feel like like I don't. Right. I, I'm pretty sure they cost as much as a brand new Xbox One or PlayStation Four oh, controller. Yeah. Um, so, all right, just for like a little bit of context, I know someone who owns a thrift store. And uh, someone donated a GameCube to that thrift store, and they let me have that GameCube. So I have a GameCube, but I have no controllers or games. The only thing that's there is the GameCube, the cords, and a memory card. So, uh, so I was like, "All right, cool." I've actually wanted to buy a GameCube so I can pay, play like um, Smash Brothers Melee, Resident Evil Four, just you know, some classic games like that. And then you found and- out about the price. <laughs> Four hundred dollars right. for the Mar- for uh, melee, well, right? Not, obviously Dude. not that much, but like uh, set like a hundred bucks for a Mario game. Come on, I ain't gonna I, spend I, that I, much for I, Mario. Well, I I looked it up, right? Um, uh, the games that I wanting were uh, Super Smash Brothers Melee, um, and Super Mario Sunshine, uh, and a few Zelda games, right? Uh-huh. All of them were fifty to seventy dollars. So. Around the same price, if not more uh, expensive uh, than like a current gen game, you know. Yeah. Like, um, I mean, I, I've paid less money to buy um, like brand new games, like Call of Duty World War Two. I bought like thirty. I paid like thirty bucks uh, to play uh, to buy World War Two. So, you know, it, it it's kind of, it's really crazy to me. And of course, it kind of makes sense because, like, retro gaming has kind of made a comeback with YouTubers like Scott the Waz blowing up um, and making videos about retro gaming. So, I mean, it kind of makes sense. But at the same time, like, I would pay for a GameCube game at most twenty to thirty dollars. But it still makes sense why they're expensive. And GameCube controllers are actually pretty. Like on eBay, they're like fifteen to twenty dollars. But I mean, still pretty. I I don't know. I I'm hoping that like I go to a yard sale or something and they have GameCube games and stuff there because I'm really you know excited to play the GameCube because I've been wanting one for a while. So, but yeah, I mean, retro gaming has kind of made a comeback, and I think it's pretty cool. Especially you know, um, you know me. You know, I, I I'm not a huge fan of like the digital age thing, right? I prefer like I'm I'm okay with like music and TV shows being digital. But I think that movies and video games should stay physical, just because it's just better, you know. Maybe not, maybe like, not like movies, but I think that like games, it just is. I think as all, like I can see like people wanting to collect movies, but I feel right. like, like well, having like buying a brand new like game on like a DVD, is just like or not like disc, it's just so much better than like buying it online. You know what I mean? It's just like it right. feels cooler well, to buy. It makes it feel me feel special. Right, so, like as an example, right? Um, a few days ago, I went to Walmart and I was just looking through the movies because, um, 
I was just going with a friend and I was just like looking around and I was looking at movies and they had yesterday for sale for like $12 and it was like the Blu-ray DVD and digital code. Right. Mm -hmm. So, uh, so I bought it and I don't know. I mean, it's just, it's just like different when you buy it physically rather than watching it on Netflix. And there's like something really cool to have like a huge collection of it as well. Like having like a huge collection of like a video game, like, the like cases and the, obviously the right. disc as well but you know the main thing well, is that I, I, wish, I wish i had that with my xbox one but i don't because a few years ago i was i tried to put a disc in like watching a movie on my xbox and the disc got got lodged in and i wasn't able to like get it repaired or anything because it was a used xbox one and that little sticker was off of it i mean you did so, like, you should just go to a uh like there's comp there's like small like uh businesses that literally do that they just go through and they fix it and they'll charge you like 50 bucks right well at this point though i don't care because i've been doing i mean it's been like two years since that happened so i pretty much did go all digital on my xbox one but i didn't really want to but on playstation 5 i mean obviously i'm getting the disc drive version so i'm going to go all physical there because uh i mean like i said before just physical is better like there's some things like i said before music and uh, TV shows, I'm fine with being digital because, um, you know, number one, it's kind of a hassle just to have a bunch of music everywhere. And plus, it's better to listen to it on your phone rather than a record player. Although I would like to own a record player and just have a few records, I would much rather just listen to music. But I feel like that's just because that's the generation we've grown up in. Like the generation like right, right before us, like millennials and like early like Gen Zers, I feel like right. they – like. Wait, they're probably, never mind. They're, uh, I feel like they like appreciated it more because they didn't grow up with YouTube and uh, like Apple Music wasn't nearly as big and all that was big. So they kind of had right. to get discs. But now since like, right. YouTube is a thing, you know, you can just like turn on YouTube and listen to the new like new album or you know, go to right. Apple Music yeah, and buy I, or Spotify. I yeah, I have Apple Music. And uh, yeah, I mean, I really like Apple Music. I don't really care. A lot of people, there's like kind of like a debate online of whether it's better to own Spotify or Apple Music. I don't care. I just use Apple Music because that's what I have. I thought but, you used Spotify now since you switched over to the Android. Uh, I actually found out that uh, Apple Music is on Android just um, because uh, uh, like I found out you could have Apple Music on your laptop. And I, uh, so I was like, oh, so maybe you can have it on your phones and you can. So yeah, I do have Apple Music again. So that's cool. Why do you use Spotify to listen to podcasts? You remember back when like mobile games started to become popular again? Like yeah, back, like very 20... good. Yeah, like they kind of like there was like a spike where like mobile games started to become good again, and now they're like trash. All of them are just literally ad. Like they're, right. they're just made for ads. Like you, there's a like, here's the thing. You go into like especially with Apple ads, which if people like the people who are listening don't know how those work like there's like there's like specific like companies and like servers that are ran for ads so you have google ads which is the most superior then you have apple ads and you have uh, bing ads yahoo ads all these different ads for like websites and stuff google ads is not bad but apple ads is so horrible because they have like this games where it's like oh uh play this brand new game where you could uh you know it's like so addictive uh, you should yeah. try it out, you know, and and you get the game, and then it's like you turn it on, open up the application, and then you get another ad for almost the same exact game, same exact commercial. You click out of it, and then the game is not even like what it was in the ad. 
and it just right. it's just one long loop of just these ads. It's all by the same company, and like they're they're pretty much just taking advantage of the App Store. And Apple doesn't do anything about it yet. They sue like Fortnite and stuff, and yeah, it's just right because they want money and they want to be, you know, yeah. It's just like super dumb because like ads are just yeah, like all right, like just go back for a second, right? Look at games like Clash of Clans and um temple run and subway surfer and um where's my water like those are some really good mobile games oh wait were- uh, subway surfer has turned by the way um if you re-download it now it's another ad box is what i call them they're just a bunch of ads or an really? ad loop I, yeah i, I, re-download, I re-downloaded subway surfer and i don't have that on apple dude i i downloaded it uh, just I know it was on my I think my mom's phone, and I was watching my sister play it because I don't I don't know the context. I, I we were just in the car and I was watching her play it, and there's an ad, and like I'm like wow they really did that you know like during the right. like after the game like an ad break which it just is kind of stupid because these ads are super duper low quality and like there's no way I'm gonna download a game called like you know I don't I can't think of like any of the names that they have right now but like they're really stupid names and the gameplay is just not. It's just super low quality. It's almost the same thing over and over and over right. again. It's the same and a lot of times when they actually do show the actual gameplay, it just looks so not fun. Like there's this new shooter that came out, and uh, on, on is a iOS exclusive, I think. Or no, I think it might be on Android too. But it was like supposed to be like this team deathmatch and like uh, like plant the bomb type of game. Right. And like it has like super over sexualized characters and that type of thing, and like yeah. apparently. And they have they, it was good controversy over them, I think, for like them like getting like fake reviews, right? Like, that's like that's what mobile gaming is now. Other than the yeah, Apple like, just, Arcade, which is a bunch of more low quality games, you it's, pay just for. A, it's just a ploy to get you know to trick people into thinking that your game's good, and then you realize that it's not. And my sister, like both my sisters, I've seen, I know for a fact that they've used those ads to get other apps before, and they actually play those games. Right. Which just shows that they're they're targeting kids. Yet you go to YouTube and you your channel gets deleted because your videos are too kid friendly, right? And that you're taking it just makes zero sense. Yeah, and my all right, and like YouTube is a completely different thing because there's so much stuff that like <coughs> is on YouTube that shouldn't be on there. But like the second that you know someone says something that's taken out of context their channel gets demonetized or te- deleted, right? Yeah, and then the you Markiplier have, like, video, for instance, he, re- he went right. really well. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you, like, I watched, like, yeah, we watched it together when we were filming right. last. And, like, he talked about, like, how, like, they, like, they, there's so many, like, videos that shouldn't be on the app that, like, is, like, like illegal. That, like that one kid that killed cats. Yeah, like, but they don't, but they leave it up for three years. Three years, this kid is on YouTube killing cats in Mexico. But then you have a person like, uh, um, what's his name? Penguin Zero or uh, what's his name? Voice Critical. Yeah, Critical. And he gets, gets a strike because he has a clip of a bunch of mascots getting out of a car, beating up a dude because of road rage. And it's obviously and it, a parody yeah, video. It's obviously road a rage. skit. Right, it's, it's obviously a skit. Like it's so stupid how they and they didn't take down the original video either. The original video still right. has ads on it. It's still making money. But and they, then Markiplier, but, you know, cool. yeah, Markiplier uh, talked about it as well in the tweet. 
and he got yeah. And Markiplier calls him out, and then they uh, yeah. Markiplier calls him out, and then like they just like complete pettiness and like, all right, I guess we're gonna copy and strike you because you just called out our logic. Honestly, Susan Wojcicki, who's the CEO of YouTube, should not be a CEO. Yeah, she's so stupid. Because uh, do you know who uh, Diesel Patches is on YouTube? Yeah, he, didn't he get, didn't he recently just get a big strike on? Yeah, he got a strike for the Pokemon video, I think. Right, and Leafy got banned off of YouTube because, although I kind of do agree, kind of, because he did make like twelve Pokemon videos in like the span of. But like no, a, that's not even. Here's the thing, though. Did you even watch any of those videos? No, they're all deleted now. I know, but did you? But when it was up, did you watch them? I watched the one of the. I watched one of them where like the ending skit was like. Uh, Dude, no, this is why he should not have been deleted. The videos were clickbait. He even admit he said, "Sorry for the clickbait, guys." They were videos of him explaining how the stock market works and how that he's made millions of dollars from the stock market and investments. All of the uh, videos were just him talking about the stock market and talking about investing. He made a fifty-minute-long video explaining how he created a Minecraft server that made him six figures from him running like multiple Minecraft servers and talked about how like how dirty the servers are ran, how people would like literally like dox people. Right. They weren't even Pokemon related, but they strike them because of the thumbnail and the name, which makes no sense because they don't strike other videos for clickbait. They're so right. they didn't they, they as, wanted to find a reason to get them off, to kick them right. off the so, app. Such as um, all right, just like, all right. Here's just this might be a hot take. All right, so prepare yourself. Okay, I'm prepared. All right, I don't think that Shane Dawson should have been demonetized. Yeah, that because, was. I mean, he's because yeah, there were jokes. Right. Yeah, but, there were jokes, yeah. and the the probably the most idiotic point of all time is that so he, you know he got uh, accused of pedophilia, and the, probably the most idiotic um, you know counter argument someone made was it's one thing if you make the joke, but if you make it multiple times, and it's like why that why in the world matter how many times do you make the joke? Right. I mean that's like all right, if I was to make like I don't know chair jokes like all the time does that mean I'm a chair right like, you know? I mean like it, and like the jokes that he made were back in 2012 when right YouTube, so everyone's... comedy in general was just really crude and like messed up right. that's just that's how it was Frank was thriving I think I think that like um what was I going to say I think YouTube just needs to completely reset what they've done like they're trying mm-hmm. to pretend like fire, they're no, okay Google, with not. Google needs to fire Susan Wojcicki because the whole reason why go she one is step up. Alphabet needs to fire Susan, whatever her name is. However you say her last name, Susan Wakanda Wojcicki? forever is key. Yeah, she just she just needs to get fired in general because she's a horrible at her job. Because there's so many good content creators out there who are being um, completely censored because YouTube doesn't like the content that they make. Like, they literally say, oh, this video isn't family-friendly enough. But yet, they have an entire app called YouTube Kids. Yeah, but they don't. But, like, here's the thing, though. No one uses YouTube Kids anymore because some video was uh, released on YouTube Kids uh, telling, like, saying, like, is this some, like, uh, creepypasta video? Oh, Momo or whatever? Yeah, whatever that was. And... That, like, no one, like, all the parents like, well, I'm not going to use that app. You do realize that video is still on YouTube. Right. It's on the actual app, so who cares? I mean, the YouTube Kids app was made for kids, and there was one mess up in the server, which, by the way, there's way more. 
But there was one oh, yeah. time that they got like that one time that was a like, huge mainstream. Like I'm not using it anymore. You do realize that it's on the app. It's on the right. app that you're now like. Well, I don't. I don't think that I want my kid on that app. I'll just make them use normal YouTube. Like normal Which YouTube, they, it's worse. way worse. Right. Yeah. There's more and, of it. Yeah. In my opinion, they should just like put more effort into YouTube Kids because honestly, it's if if a kid. Like stumbles on the wrong video. That's not YouTube's fault. That's the parents' fault for not, um, you know, watching over their kids. You know, mm-hmm. I just think it's all really stupid because there's this whole entire genre on Facebook, <laughs> pretty much. Of uh, it's not my fault. It's it's never my fault. It's never the parents' fault. It's all the other person's fault. And sometimes that is the case that. You know, something that should not be on YouTube kids somehow got in, such as that creepypasta thing. But the fact that you, but like if parents, you know, like back when, you know, YouTube got like extremely strict in like 2017. And I think um, 2016 is probably where it started the most. But then 2017 was when the ad apocalypse started. Right. Which is what, which 2016 is what kicked it off. Right. Because there's so much offensive content, but that's, that's besides the point. Um, like back in 2017 is what really got bad though. Um, you know, like forcing a lot of YouTubers to become child friendly, even though it's impossible that they couldn't be. Like they're, like they would have to completely change what their brand is. Like that's what PewDiePie did. Even though I think that PewDiePie managed pretty well, I think that you know I, I actually really like but you know I think that um, you know of course you know PewDiePie saying the N word and then the whole. Um, Crap, the um, what is it? He told someone to do something on this app where you pay people to do stuff. What is it? <laughs> yeah, he said the, he paid uh, the Fiverr app. There was these Fiverr, two, yeah. yeah, these two Indian people who uh, who like they like uh, they like do a dance and they hold up a sign of whatever message you want. Right. It's for like it birthdays said, and subscribe stuff. To King. It said like uh, death to all Jews and like yeah, subscribe to yeah. Which, no, Hitler, like uh, we love Hitler, death to all Jews, the, just some anti-Semitic stuff. Right, but, and it, here's but the he thing, didn't though. expect it to actually work, and it wasn't right. him who said it either. Yeah, and here's also the thing, right? So imagine like the whole entire point of the video was to prove how greedy the people on Fiverr are. The whole entire point of that video was not to make anti-Semitic propaganda. The whole entire point of that video was propaganda against Fiverr itself and how it should be better, right? Because people um, are doing these really, like, are doing horrible things just for the sake of money. So, yeah, I mean, it's just crazy. I feel like um, YouTube and, like, all those mainstream social medias, are so like biased at this point and no one like the main like no like all the creators and all the users talk about how biased they are and how messed up it is that they just, but they just ignore it right and like but the thing is no one's gonna do the action to just delete the app and stop using it no one like youtube is too yeah. just convenient and twitter is too convenient and like instagram's too convenient that's why like that's why you don't see apps like Storyfire have like millions of active users users at the same because time no one's willing to boycott yeah, the boy like that's just something that's not not fat like like how they people how people wanted to like start boycotting Target. Target right. never even really lost that much money from that because Target is too you know it's just too convenient or Walmart or right. like all like uh, Chick Fil A they're trying to boycott Chick Fil A because it's a Christian restaurant. Which by the right. way, 
dude, like if like it just doesn't make sense how like unfair they are towards Christians when like you got like uh you know like companies like that are, like have like Jewish owners or companies that have like you know Muslim owners they they like we all it's they they believe almost the same exact stuff when it comes to like you know homosexuality and like that type of thing but they don't right. go after them because then they'll seem like racist like it's so yeah. stupid and like i get like why people like might be like well i don't want to eat there because they don't like gay people like okay well don't eat there but don't like start like making stuff up and slandering and right you know and because people so, a lot of people so are willing to talk but not take action yeah it's because just ignorance let's face it i mean chick-fil-a is a pretty has is pretty good fast food you know Mm-hmm. And it's also like Chick Fil A is pretty popular, right? So it's in a lot of big areas, and a lot of these people who are really popular on Twitter live in LA or New York, where there's a lot of Chick Fil A's and stuff. So obviously they're not going to boycott him because it's too convenient. So yeah, I mean it's, it's the same kind of thing, except um, you know you actually pay for Chick Fil A, right? So I'm sure it'd be easier to boycott Chick Fil A than YouTube. But yeah, I mean I think that. Um, I think I think that uh, a place like Amazon should um, I, I think Amazon should, should try to start a competitor. Even though I like Storyfire and I think that it has something going there, I feel like that Storyfire. I mean, it's almost impossible for Storyfire to be an actual competitor unless unless, unless it's bought it, by a bigger company. What? Unless it's bought by a bigger company. Right, such as Amazon, right? I mean, if Amazon was either, right? If Amazon, I I think Amazon would probably work better because most people use Amazon, right? Yeah, but Amazon is running uh, Twitch and they're trying to make Twitch more like YouTube. That's what their plans are, at least. They're trying to make it through like video, like where you could upload, like you make a stream, then you upload a video from that stream later. Right? But right now, the videos are really like you can't, like, you know what I mean? You can't, like, upload videos on it, though, which is a problem. Once they do that, It'll probably be a bigger, better competitor. Right. Vimeo as well. I feel like Vimeo needs to stop being so pretentious, which is what they're doing, and like just start competing with YouTube because they could easily compete with YouTube. They have like enough amount of users, but they don't do it because it's like, well, we don't. We want this to be for creators and aspiring filmmakers and and all that. Well, like it doesn't. They're not. You know, like you're not. You're they can more they can't creators make money. and aspiring filmmakers on YouTube. Then you'll make more money on YouTube. You can't make right. money off of Vimeo without having a you know sponsorship, and no one's gonna want to watch you know your you know two hour long feature film with you know like ads about like Manscape in the middle right. of it. You know, like that's what ads are for. You know, it's not. I don't think it, the creators should have to make their own ads. I think if they were to have a system where like like they need to get google ads first of all they should not run uh, apple ads which is what some companies are starting to do where they right. like put apple ads on there but apple ads is so trash and the ads are so horrible there's no good ads that come from apple ads like the yeah. the facebook apple ad have you ever gotten the facebook ad for uh the app for the apple ads uh what's it had apple where it's like uh download facebook groups or something like that and it is like some sort of like annoying music no, no, it's like a like an ad where you have to like click on it, and if you if you uh, misclick it, then it's gonna be a pop up. It's like a pop up ad. Oh, those are the worst. Like it's but it's made by Facebook though, which yeah. makes no. I think Facebook could be a competitor. Well, Facebook is a competitor to YouTube, but they don't focus enough on it. Like right. it's like it's like a sleeper, uh, competitor. Like 
it, it competes with it, like with like making money and having users. But at the same time, it's not like they need to have like a, a like a central like hub where you know like it's gonna have like the homepage for like the most popular Facebook videos. And Facebook actually, you can make more money off of it, but there's a lot less views in it. But right. they still you still like get a couple million views on it, which is something that they need to start prof like. They don't really care about it because they're trying to fo- they're trying to make it to where like there's different ad like or uh, apps like Instagram and that type of thing. I feel like they're making that trying to make that more like YouTube, well, but they're also, not doing a good job. Yeah, and Facebook is also trying to compete with Twitch with Facebook Gaming. Oh, it's not gonna work. I mean, right? It's Facebook. I feel like Facebook needs to make like they need to start bringing like I feel like if they were to combine Facebook and like Instagram, that would be a lot better. Which no one would want that, but I feel like that could probably help them a lot like making it to where it's not just a bunch of soccer moms and like people like millennials and up because that's all the users are pretty much at this point no one has yeah. facebook like our age and uses it as like their main social media right most of everyone uses either snapchat or instagram yeah all right so yeah i mean i just i don't know i'm so sick of social media at this point like you know, all forms of it because it's become extremely toxic. Yeah. Like, and what's what it's always been, but you know, like in its own, like each, each platform has its own form of toxic, uh, uh, toxic, toxic. I don't know how to pronounce it. Toxicity or something like that. You know, um, toxic, toxicness. Yeah. Toxicness. Anyways, like Facebook has a bunch of, you know, Facebook moms who, post these really cringy memes and uh, rants about stuff that don't really matter. And then you have Twitter, which is, you know, filled with a bunch of, like, really toxic No, you know what my, you know what my favorite is? What? When, like, a grandma or a soccer mom does a rant on, like, their neighbors. Right. But they're friends with their neighbors on Facebook. Right. And it's and like, you do know that they're going to see this. This isn't, like, this is not, you know, it just doesn't make any sense. And, like, my, uh, my grandmother, she uh, she started debating with some other old dude, and she said, "I'm tired of seeing him on my page." And I said, "Why'd you? Fo- why are you following him?" She's like, "Well, I want to see what he posts." I'm like, "I just what? don't. I just don't understand how how people who use Facebook. I, I, I like. I think parents on Facebook is one thing, like posting about their kids, but like parent, like right. people who like rant on it. I just don't get that." Like rant right. about, well, it's like one thing about ranting, but it's another thing ranting about someone you know, right? And yeah, it, it's pretty stupid. But like you know, Facebook has that, and then Twitter has like these extremely toxic uh, SJWs, which of course I don't care if you're left or right winning, just like don't be an SJW because a lot of them are extremely toxic, and it's just like not a good community to be in. Like, like I said, I don't care what you're, where you stand politically. I feel like I feel like social justice warriors, whatever they're trying to support, them being social justice warriors hurts their cause. Right. Which is because the name has been so damaged. The name has been so damaged. Like for like vegans, for instance, like when people do like those vegan things and like or like PETA, what they do, like they go and they like attack like vehicles that have like farm animals in them. Like, right. Let's stop them and start feeding the animals. Which, by the way, uh, you should watch this video. Um, co- uh, uh, hosting a cookout in front of a uh, a vegan. Okay, a oh yeah, I've order. seen I've seen that video. Yeah, where, like, he made hot dogs and offered it to him, just making a goofy video. 
right. but they were like they stuffing so the trucks and they were giving them water and like you're not you're not just supposed to give like farm animals any type of water like right. you can't just give them like oh i'm gonna go to my bathtub and fill up this bottle of water and they can yeah. be okay not like they're diff- like you can't it's important like there's there's like different like types of like you can, for cows cows for instance you know like a, a milk cow a dairy cow that's for dairy is not going to be fed and treat like you know and not the same as like a cow that you like eat right and it's just something they completely forget about and like that can damage the cow and like, kill multiple cows because of like they start some disease and you know, they don't care, though. They don't care about facts. It just makes them feel better. Right. And then there is... Um... All right. We can cut that out. No, we can't. We're leaving it in. Snap. But, um, yeah. And then, and then Instagram has these people who, like, um, like, try to, like, post fake stuff to make their life look better than everyone else's. And Instagram is just kind of a competition of whose life is better. Mm-hmm. It's kind of funny I mean, though. Like the like, they think they're being cool, but like people who like are self aware and like understand how stupid that is, just kind of laugh at. It. Like I made a post on Instagram where uh, I was like, I posted like uh, like a, a picture of my money, right? And, and I like made some like su- like some paragraph talking about like I finally made it through all this time and of motivation and meditation i finally made it and at the end i put i love selling drugs just like kind of right. like mocking how people that's, people post like that unironically though i know i Which know people kind of so like so sad honestly their life right. must suck I'm, sadly enough i am friends with people who post stuff like that and it's even worse when a guy posts stuff like that like it's one oh, yeah, thing like when girl. a girl does it it's not that bad when a guy does it that's so cringy yeah. dude i mean you can't expect yeah. to not be bullied after posting something right. like that but i mean generally because girls are just like more emotional and they think that's like how their brain works is just positive positive but when a guy posts stuff like that it's just like cringe. no don't. it's just super cringe right and and then you have uh you know youtube which is filled with like drama and of course just youtube really sucks even though i use youtube all the time it really sucks because there's really no and, other platform that's that brings you that entertainment right and there's nothing else the, out there Storyfire couldn't compete, and I use Storyfire occasionally. It's just that there's not enough good content on there. And like actual good content creators like Pyrocynical and Optimus who are on there, they don't they don't post that much. Optimus, you know? Optimus said he's take, he was taking a break from Storyfire to focus on his YouTube channel. But right. he said he's going to start posting more exclusives on uh, Storyfire. Mm-hmm. And you follow Optimus, right? Mm-hmm. I really like his YouTube videos. I, I feel like pretty good videos. Yeah, I feel like... Uh, he start he's like starting to do like really stupid topics though, like I don't really care about like some random internet video you found that's not even relevant. He, he's like starting to post things that aren't relevant or right. that isn't really important, which is kind of stupid. But you know, yeah, I mean, I respect though because he's just doing what he wants, you know. Yeah, but at the same time, like I feel like he's it's just so off, you know. Like it's it's one thing that like, that's what he did normally, but like. He was trying, like, you know what I mean? He did, like, YouTube right. videos and YouTube drama. And then he switches and does a random video like that. And that's yeah, just not going to perform that, well. I do think that he should probably stay on one thing because, you know, like, he does talk about video games and then politics and then news. But all those then, are, like, actual news. But then he does a video on, like, 
look at this cute monkey playing with a banana. And then this guy puts the monkey in a cage. This is outright, like, this is outrageous. Like, but that video has, like, two video or two views on right. some, like, backwards, like, pirated movie site. Like, right. Why would anyone care about this random video? And, yeah. Like, you're trying, like, it just doesn't make any sense. And that's not going to bring any of the ad revenue in. And it's not going to grow your channel, which he's trying to get to, uh, Whatever next milestone it is, I don't know what, how many subscribers he has, but he keeps... I think he's at like nine hundred k or eight hundred k. Yeah, I think he's about to. No, I think he's already hit a million. Maybe because I mean he's in uh, he's in like the same friend group as Moist Critical and uh, uh, what's his name um, Diesel. Not yeah, not him, but like an, the Indian guy who's from Canada. Um, some ordinary gamers. Yeah, he's he's doing a lot of stuff on uh, Storyfire. But Diesel yeah. is in that friend group as well. But him and Optimus aren't friends, right? Another YouTuber who I really like is Birdman. I've heard of him. I just don't know who he is. You have to check him out. He makes some pretty funny videos. But anyways, um, you know we're kind of getting off topic. That's kind of how this this works, though. Is just to get off topic, right? But anyways, right, let's just, let's try to transition away from what we've been talking about this for a while. I think we should we're start forty one minutes. Yeah, we are. This is. I, I think. I think we'll figure out how we're going to do the timing when we just do more episodes. Right. But, um, you know, you know, it's like, yeah, it's, that's the fact. I think that we should end it with this. I think we should. Have I think you we... ever played Raid Shadow Legends? <laughs> Raid Shadow Legends is a pop. <laughs> no. I mean, we could get ads on this, though. We could. That'd be cool. We'd have to set up a, uh, there's like some, they, they have like an exclusive, uh, online payment system though, and right. I don't. I have to give them like the last four digits of my social security number, which I don't and even know. My, the, yeah, I don't name, even know what that is. My name, my number, uh, four hundred dollars in advance. Um, yeah, and like they needed like a sample of like my blood, which I didn't know yeah. why. And so urine. I, I just said, and yeah, urine and, oh yeah, yeah. Each other. And then, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they yeah. also asked me to like send a full like foot pic which I didn't really get. And then they told me to go and like, just like that. I just needed to dig a hole in the ground, like enough room for like a, like two dead bodies, which I didn't really know why they didn't even ask for a picture. They just like, said, have it ready. Specific? Yeah. They just they said, have it ready. They, they also said for me to, uh, to like burn off my fingertips too. So like, for some reason they said, so, so your, you won't, your DNA won't be able to be traced or, uh, no, they, they said they trace. Me to buy they said, so we don't get hacked. Yeah, they asked me to go on top of a building and, like, beforehand buy a um, twenty two, like, a rifle. Mm-hmm. Go on top of, like, a, you know, like a mid-range building and uh, shoot someone with, like, a red hat, uh, blue shoes, uh, jeans, and, um, like, a buttoned-up shirt. Dude, no way. They told me to wear almost all of that. That's such a cool yeah. coincidence. Yeah. And then they told me, like, yeah, wait. Um, they told me that it's gonna happen. Like, I need to, I need to walk down the street wearing those clothes in uh, St. Louis, next to this like build, like next to the uh, downtown St. Louis where all the buildings are. Yeah, they told me to do the same thing, but like to shoot someone who looks exactly like you. Dude, that's so cool. Wait, what time? Do you want to hang out? You want to yeah, hang out yeah, before? Yeah, maybe uh, after. We should hang out after. After yeah, like before and wait, after. wait, wait. What time? What time did they say that that uh, your thing's gonna happen? Oh, um, four thirty in the afternoon. Dude, no wait, same, dude. We can literally right after that we can meet up, man. 
That'd be sick. That'd be so cool, dude. Like that that's literally perfect. It's almost like it was timed at the same time. Yeah. But wait, you're gonna have to shoot somebody? Yeah. Wait, wait. So um, might as well like What wait, what's what color backpack are they wearing? Because they told me to wear a backpack. Oh, uh brown. Oh no, we're good, we're good. They told me to wear a uh, an olive colored back backpack. But Oh, sweet. All right, man. I think it'll but be a good place to be here. But I am colorblind, so all right i think it's a good place to end it you know where uh you know like you know like how like sports are back you know how i said before yeah have you ever like like looked into like these like smaller leagues like not like xfl size leagues but i mean like smaller not really there's this league called the a7fl and it's pretty cool 